It's such a privilege for me to be speaking to you on a subject that I believe is of prime importance to all of us, and that is living life in a real way. There are so many distractions, so many opinions, so many different views that we are constantly bombarded by that it's really like a maze and trying to find our way through all of these confusing thoughts and opinions and to arrive at a place where we can say, this is life. This is the life that I would like to live. As we explore this subject, we will be looking at the real-life principles of logotherapy, the school of thought of Viktor Frankl, a Holocaust survivor, and the famous author of the bestseller, Man's Search for Meaning, because this is what it's all about, that we search for meaning in our lives something that would make life exciting and real to us, where we will feel alive with a vibrancy of being. If you think about it, our lives are like a space before us, waiting to be occupied. And, and uncannily we know that there is a future awaiting us, a future that somehow beckons us, and inspires us to set out into a journey of finding the real meaning of our lives because we've been given our own life. What for? There must be a reason. Something that only we can do and that only we can be. That's the only kind of feeling that will give us a sense of fulfillment, that will make our lives at the end of it a real achievement, that we can look back and say, we were here, we played our part. However small and insignificant it may seem, that is not the issue, but that we filled the space that we were given to fill that we lived the life that we were meant to live and to have discovered its goal and aim to reach its destination, where in fact the reward is waiting and there will be an applause as we cross the finishing line. It's undoubtedly so that each one of us feel kind of addressed, don't we? It's like life is a call, like a question that we are expected to answer. And that is why Frankl said, each man is questioned by life. And he can only answer to life by answering for his own life. To life, he can only respond by being responsible. 
If we really look around us, and even if we look at ourselves, are we where we are supposed to be? I think we'll agree that if we look at ourselves, we would like to be more really involved with our lives, more in what Frankel called the meaning of every moment. We want to feel connected to life, part of life, involved with life. And therefore, it's like a call that Frankel says, what man is, what we are now. He is not yet, we're not yet where we should be. But we, man ought to be and should become what he was meant to be. That is the call. What man is, he is not yet, but ought to be and should become. The same with our world. Well, there are so many conflicts and wars and one hostile opinion against the next and dissension and strife and lawlessness and crime and terrorism. Wow, is this the kind of world we want? Who's going to change it? Who is going to change it. Who brought these disasters upon the world in the first place? If not we ourselves, by our doubts and our anxieties and our envies and our competitions and strifes and our hostile feelings and our striving to be the better than the next man, we brought it upon ourselves. And we alone can change the picture. If it, if it doesn't start with you, in your life, in your relationships, where must it start? And you know, if each one of us begin to become aware of the school in our lives and begin to answer it and we reach out to the world in a way that provoked them to also search for this kind of real life. That's how we change the world. I am going to use this wonderful line. Is this the real life or is it just fantasy? From an album called A Night at the Opera, composed by the rock band Queen and its lead singer, the legendary pop star Freddie Mercury. He said in one of his songs, the show must go on, empty spaces, what are we living for? Abandoned places, I guess we know the score, on and on. Does anybody know what we are looking for? Well, what a statement of empty spaces, abandoned places, people not in their ordained places in life to do what they have to do to better the state of the world. But people are not where they are supposed to be. Their places are abandoned or empty of real value and meaning. And it's an illness. It's an illness we have to combat.
Compare the life of Freddie Mercury and Viktor Frankl. You'd say, aren't these two figures poles apart? I mean, if you know the story of Freddie Mercury, he was gay. He, he fell into a very homosexual, indulgent lifestyle. And people would seek to condemn him, to write off his life. He wasn't a Viktor Frankl that rose to the heights of moral stature. But you know what? In comparing their lives, we will discover that each of us have what Frankl says, a fundamental will to many. We are not so different. And Freddie's struggle is as illustrious as the struggle of a Viktor Frankl. You know, Frankl spoke about unfinished lives, lives that seem to be cut short. Hmm? I mean, he lived until 92 with a most exemplary life, a real role model to us. But what about the lives that are cut short? What about the pathetic lives, tragically pathetic Frankl said the unfinished symphonies and the patetics of the, are of the most beautiful music ever composed. What we will have to remove from ourselves is our blindness as to who we are and our judgmentalism and, and arrogant attitudes towards one another. As Viktor Frankl said, you know, since Auschwitz, we know what man is capable of. And since Hiroshima, we know what is at stake.